0: Not yet. Okay. I'm working on it. Amazing. How's your friend doing? Which one? The lady that comes with you sometimes.
1: Oh, she's good. Oh, she's okay. good, yeah. She's
0: good. You got married, right?
1: I got married?
0: No, you. Didn't. she got married?
1: Oh, no, she's just living with the guy.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah. <coughs> you been doing well? hmm You been doing good? So were you working? Were you a traveler or just a traveler looking at the world? Uh, no. Oh, nope.
2: I tried.
0: You tried to? Yeah.
2: And, and what happened? Yeah, I don't know. It's just <laughs> you run into weird people and it's yeah. strange ways people make
0: money. Did you catch a Chinese virus while in China? No. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh. <laughs> but I
3: got pulled over by the cops a bunch of times for not wearing masks or whatever. But,
0: oh, you did? Yeah. What was that like? They yell at you?
3: No, because I pretend I speak only Korean, and then they can't they can't understand
0: it. Oh, nice. And then they're just, yeah. <laughs> 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 That's right. <Yeah. laughs> so your mother going to sell the business or keep it?
3: Uh, we're going to sell the store, but keep the company.
0: Oh, oh I see. Good, yeah. uh, yeah, man.
2: we met up with the the Bond guys like in Michigan
0: right
2: Uh, Eric uh, Uh just
0: a second just a second Good morning, welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you for being with me. You can get involved by going to our chat line on YouTube there and Hake will uh give me your questions or comments. All right, Thank you so much. Hi y'all again, good morning, everybody. Um, thank y'all for being here. It's amazing. Any questions or anything? Anybody had a life this week? everybody. It just came to be taught again. What the? <laughs> Amazing. I I have a question. Since coming to Bond Church, um, Ladies form, Miss form, Radio Show, who's been helped? Oh, good. And, good. How have you been helped?
1: I don't know how to explain it, but I've just just been been helped just i don't know how to explain it jesse okay I, I really don't but i've been helped
0: you've been helped mm-hmm. okay how about you How have you been helped
1: um, my life has changed so much and it just keeps getting better and better.
0: give me an example of your life changing um, how you were helped
1: The silent prayer helped a lot because it does what it's supposed to do. You get silent, get quiet. You see yourself. You realize that you're not your thoughts, and that makes you aware being in the present. All that has helped me because I don't stress anymore. I don't worry about anything anymore. I don't try to make decisions. I don't live in my imagination anymore, so all that is helpful.
0: So one of the ways you've been helped is that the prayer helped you stay out of imagination and so? stuff.
1: Stay out mm-hmm. oh, okay. everything. Right. So much life is amazing. amazing. It's great. I see things different.
0: <coughs> this okay. morning
1: I was walking my dogs and white butterflies were fluttering around me. I was like, "Oh, it's like a fairy tale."
0: It was <laughs> <laughs> <Those> angels. <laughs> so how have you been helped?
4: Uh, just the awareness.
0: Meaning what? Uh, being able Give me to an s- example.
4: Being able to see myself in all uh, situations and um, and see everything around me. Just the awareness from whether it's church or the show, and you talk about politics or talking about God or talking about know thyself realizing it's all the same thing the awareness of yourself and what's going around around you um, what have
0: you what are you aware of concerning yourself that you were not aware of beforehand before waking up the
4: separation between the real me and the not me meaning what Um, identifying with what I believe to be me. Oh, okay. Um, and being able to now physically almost out of body experience of seeing the separation between the, uh, between the two. Okay.
0: have you been helped? I saw your hand. I guess if I would had to
5: kind of like just lay out exactly the things that have helped me out the most being at Bond is um, two things. One is that our thoughts are not ours. And so that's helped me tremendously. In what way? I used to take responsibility for my thoughts. Uh And if I thought something, then that was me. So I identified with those thoughts. And so they became me. And and the second thing is... uh, Anger and hatred, learning about those things and um, learning that if I remove anger and stay connected with the father, then I go into a different state of being. It's kind of hard to describe, but in this state, it's not a fallen state. It's a higher state, yeah. an awareness, a continuous awareness that I'm always in the present, and I no longer am carried away into the past of worrying or the future and fearing what's going to happen. I'm constantly in the present. Those are kind of like the two major things
0: that I think has really helped me with. Nice. Mm -hmm. Did you have your hand? You did? You you did not? So have you been (coughs) helped? I'm sorry?
6: I did earlier, yeah.
0: Okay. So how have you been helped?
6: Um, I would say the main thing is being at peace and calming down. I don't know if you remember the first time that I came here. I was a bit of a hot mess. And um, just doing the silent prayer prayer regularly and just relaxing and being in the present and not constantly thinking about the future or the past. Okay. So, yeah, I would say those are the main things. And, And anger.
0: Are you over anger? I would say so. You don't have it at all now? (laughs) (laughs)
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
6: uh. 98% to what it used to be, <laughs> but there is a few times, r- rarely, very rarely, nice. where I and I don't know if that's, I don't know, what did you say, yeah, t- tiny, but n- nowhere near like before, oh, okay, like completely different,
0: amazing, yeah, all right. And how about you? How have you been helped? That's on your hand.
7: Um, I've been helped, like like what they were saying, like all of those things. Being <laughs> aware, um, trying to stay out of my head, and trying not to make excuses. I think that's been really helpful for myself because right. it's really easy for me to make excuses. Yeah. <laughs> I've been working on that now, actually. So. So
0: you catch yourself before you make an excuse.
7: No, like my dad will catch me or, you know, he'll talk to me about it. And he'll be like, you know, you're making excuses right now. Do you realize that? And I'll be like, no, you know, and I'll be like, you're right. And then, you know, just like pulling yourself back. But we learn those things through your ministry. So like, you know, pulling yourself out of that state. There's so many different like situations where, you know, I was taught and learning from you, and just having you around in the house, you know, on play, on your radio show, or, you know, I was able to, like, really get those lessons and then apply them to my life.
0: Oh, good. Amazing. Nice. Have you been helped? Have you been helped by the church, women's forum, or radio, or anything? Yes, a lot. In what way? Give me an example.
8: So many, on so many levels. I mean, going back four years ago... Um, being aware of my situation and um, when I you were the one that helped me see that I had anger towards my son's father and it was because we had a child out of wedlock and we weren't doing things right and confronting that situation and having the strength to like deal with all of that like, or not even the strength, maybe it's like the tools or something because I went through that Separation And it was so easy. There was no complexity. There was no fighting. There was just a lot of accepting and just moving on. And so on all of our parts, myself, my son, and his father. Oh, no. So I feel like all of that was a huge contribution because um, in hearing what your message was, was just not to overreact and just to take things in the moment. And I never overreacted to anything. And so there was nothing to, like argue about between my son's father and myself so we were able to separate really peacefully and you right. know and then you know I, I didn't do the whole get child support or do I didn't do anything to be spiteful like I literally just dealt with it myself I looked at myself and wanted to do and, and needed to see myself and work on myself so it was never about him it was always like looking within myself okay. and that's why we never had problems because I never made a problem for him you know, oh, okay. I don't know, maybe, but I don't think I did.
0: And so do you still have anger?
8: Um, yes, I do still have anger in the sense that I'll still react to things in the moment. Right. I'm always, I'm finding myself, like, I'm always reacting in the moment. Like, when I'm in the moment, you know, I don't have this, like, I, 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 I'm, I'm not as aware as I'd like to be. But I've gotten a lot better. And I think you're absolutely right when it's like that time gets shortened. I think um, uh, another way you've helped me, too, is through my son. Um, My son and I have a very honest relationship. He can tell me anything. And I'm so blessed, for one, because um, your teachings is about, like, you know, children and boys and men they need to be able to stand up and speak the truth and just the other day my son was like you play a victim you know he told me that and it hurt my ego in the moment right and but as soon as the next moment happened had nothing to do with my son had to do with work I immediately saw oh my gosh I'm playing myself as a victim and I'm just so grateful because I have a relationship with my son and I honestly think he's probably the only person in my life that is 100% honest with me like he doesn't hold back he doesn't ever, he's not afraid to tell me I'm wrong, and I'm so grateful for that, and I I really do contribute that to your influence on him and on, on me being able to if take that.
0: If he it. had done that before you woke up, <coughs> would you have gotten angry at him?
8: I probably, I mean, once again, it's like, I was, I'm so attached to my ego, I, I still know that, and I'm working on it. Um, I think before I wouldn't I wasn't aware how close I was to my ego, so I would have thought it was me that he was insulting, and I would have taken it personal. But now, when he like calls me out on my not me, right? I I see it as it's a not me, right. but it's something I am doing. So I just make myself more aware when those moments come up. I don't know if that makes any do sense. Do
0: you practice being aware where you have no issues when it seems like everything is fine? Yes. Do you I, remember to be aware then, that or you forget?
8: Yeah, I think, I think I'm, I'm very aware when I do the silent prayer, which I think are those moments where I'm just very quiet and yep. I'm listening. I think it's when there's a lot going on in the moment that I kind of get overwhelmed and I just kind of, I, I lose it. I don't stay present because there's just too much distraction maybe like you know work maybe there's a deadline that i have to meet and you know and then i've got some new priorities and then things kind of get all chaotic And you
0: freak out then?
8: Um i've gotten better. Right. I've gotten better. I'm not going to say i'm I'm, a, I'm an angel no. I still i still have my moments. It's still i still i might not you know what it is i might you might not be able to see it from the outside. You know i might not act out anything yeah. Yeah. but in my head i'm still in my head. So i have gotten better in the sense that i stay quiet when i'm in those moments where um i'm overwhelmed and i don't react to the person directly but in my head and in myself i'm overreacting i'm i'm talking to satan you know <laughs> you
0: wish you been the devil what? yes so. do you know that you wish him been the devil now yes i i'm
8: i'm getting clear i think it took me a, lo- a long time i think one of the l- recent lessons was truly understanding that um the devil in me is not me, it's, right. the, it's the devil in me. Like, that's a really hard concept to get because you think it's you. Right. You, you know, you can intellectualize that it's not you. Yeah, but, it doesn't
0: feel like the but devil. But when you're in the moment, like you. you
8: feel like it's you. Yeah. And so I, I feel like it's me, and it's been a, that's probably been one of the biggest, the most recent and long, because, you know, I've been going here for four years, so, like, it's been, you know, a long time for me to get that concept and really know it for myself. Not yeah. intellectualize it, but know it for myself. Nice. So.
0: Amazing. That's a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes sense. Nick, have you been helped? Have you been helped and how?
5: Um, to add to what people were saying, just simply really is I'm living a different reality now. I, I didn't know that I had a dark spirit in me. I didn't know that. And so if I can distill what I'm trying to say it's that, is that I'm living a different reality now, and I, I'm
2: thankful, I'm grateful for Bond for that.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. And so you're personally being helped, okay. You are uh, you going get the door. Is this your first time here? Yeah, oh, right here, Chris. Sorry. What? I, how are you doing, Jesse? I'm moving on now. How are you doing?
3: Good, how are you doing, Jesse?
0: All this well. How did you find us? What's your name? Uh, my name is Tom. I how went did you ahead. find
3: it, Tom? I just basically uh, went down the rabbit hole and then just started finding your videos, and I really resonated with your message. Oh, yeah. What's the rabbit hole? The rabbit hole, like conspiracy theories and stuff like that, oh, what's yeah. going on politically and, you know, everything oh, that's going on in the oh, world. Oh, you
0: tripped over all that stuff? Yeah, then oh, I just found okay.
3: you, and then I just started listening to you. I was like, wow, your message is deep. Are you getting better? I've, I've recently I've, I've gone ahead and I've recently forgiven my father and my mother. Oh, you did? Yeah. How did that go? My father was, he's really passive. You know what I mean? It was easy, but then my mother was a little bit of a deep conversation I really wanted to get into, but I did. Yeah. And so then after that, I've been, you know, I've been doing this on a prayer. But then listening to your show, I heard a caller call in and say, I yeah, we'll only do it for like 12 minutes. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I only do it for 12 minutes. So then I just recently started doing it for at least 25 to 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, good. But the, the thoughts are still there. I yeah. S- I still struggle with that. And
0: you str- struggle in what way?
3: Just constantly. It's just like the evil one is just embedded in my thoughts. You know, it's. And do
0: you fight back?
3: I try to stop. Yeah.
0: How how do you fight the thoughts?
3: I just I tell myself that's uh, that's not me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it's
3: it's still a struggle though.
0: And it's a struggle. Why? I don't. What do you mean? If you're not doing anything, how is it a struggle? Because they're
3: still there. They keep reoccurring. Then I'll find myself engaging with those thoughts. Right. That I know, obviously, I I already know that that's not me. That I'm obviously embedding with the devil, and it's just yeah. You know what I mean? So I'll just tell myself, you know, just drop it. It's not me. Then I'll have to go into the silent prayer immediately just to kind of lower it, just you know, kind of bring it down. And that's where the challenging part is.
0: Amazing. Well, be patient. It takes about 40 years to overcome the (laughs) thought.
3: Jesse, when you talk about the straight and narrow path, what else does that include? What What else am I missing?
0: Good question. I'll tell you in a minute. I'm leading up to that. Okay. Good question, though. If I forget to mention it, remind me. Definitely. All right. Okay. Good question, though. Any Thank other you. question? So, your oh, name yeah. is Tom? Yeah, Tom. So, can I call you Uncle Tom? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, sure. Amazing. Okay. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, the reason I asked this question is because I um, I was reflecting on remember that guy, um, Moses, that delivered the people from Ooh. Egypt or somewhere? From where? <laughs> Moses, remember that guy? Who know that story? Oh, everybody knows it. Oh, good. Raymond, what happened? What did Moses do at, at, with the people? And where were the people? And and what happened?
9: Long story short. Thank you. He offered.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they were enslaved,
9: right? They were, uh, the Israel. The Hebrews were enslaved in Egypt. Moses uh Moses was the messenger of uh, messenger of God and through through him God showed showed the power and and freed, uh, freed <sighs> the Hebrews.
0: He oh, worked through Moses to free the people?
9: Yes, he did. And in the uh, and of course that uh of course he provided him with laws of uh, laws of God to live by, the 10 commandments. Okay. But uh, but they ha- uh people have to learn. Hum- but the Israelites had to humble themselves to God. That's why um, why in- when they rebelled against them, they were left to wander the wilderness for forty years.
0: So after he delivered them from slavery, they they had to hang out in the woods while he go upstairs and pray. Right.
9: That's uh, that's roughly the story.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> And so he went upstairs to pray, and they were hanging out in the backyard for forty years.
9: Well, for first for forty days before Moses came with the commandments.
0: And then what happened?
9: And then they rebelled against God. Uh, they rebelled against While God. While Moses
0: was upstairs praying, something happened. What happened?
9: They doubted. Uh, they doubted God. Golden calf. You know. Yes, oh, yeah, they uh, they uh, worshiped the golden calf.
0: And then. So Moses came back down to say, "Hey, we're ready to go over to the land," but they will worship him in the calf.
9: That's uh, that's
0: correct. And what happened then?
9: Moses, in his race destroyed the Ten Commandment, and got, uh
0: He got mad and threw it down.
9: Yeah. Uh, yes. And in the uh, what's wrong and, with Moses? And in response, God.
0: Uh, <laughs> I thought you were free.
9: And in response, God. Uh, God cursed him. Curse the Hebrews who wander, uh, wander the wilderness for 40 years until they fi- find the promised land.
0: And where's Moses now?
9: He is with our father.
0: How you know that?
9: That's why I believe.
0: Oh, okay. Amazing. Noreen, I, I, I thought of that story because I was thinking about the last 32 years of working with people. <coughs> Not on the radio, but the different meetings and things like that. And people say, oh, I've been helped. I can see. I went and forgave my mama. I forgave my daddy. And I'm not mad anymore. I can see, right? And you think for a while, like, wow, that's good. People are really being helped. They can see. And then as soon as a storm comes, uh, most have to go upstairs to pray to get more instruction as to how to deliver the people all the way over to the land. Somebody rise up in the crowd and say, Hey, where's Moses? Look at Moses, no different than us. Let's not listen to Moses. He's still upstairs. He might be asleep. And the people are like, Yeah, that's right. And they would turn on Moses and they would start following the leader of the crowd. And they seem to have forgotten that they even said they were free. You know, they got freedom up, but they seem to forget that. Well, I'm not gonna follow this guy. I'm already free. I don't need to follow anyone. I don't need to I'm waiting till Moses comes back. I'm not wishing Maccab. I'm not following the crowd. And so I was thinking, maybe these people are not free, they're not truly, truly forgiven. Because when you have truly, truly forgiven and you have no anger, it's impossible to follow a crowd. It's impossible to follow anyone. It's literally impossible. And not even a part of your mind or your nature anymore because you have been spiritually freed up. You've been set free and now you can see. And so, because I know for me, well, part of mine was the training. and I brought up not to follow anyone. Never, the one thing that's never follow a crowd, never ever follow a crowd. Even the Bible says, the straight and the narrow road is what you should take. Whenever you take the wide road, it always leads to destruction. You should never, ever, 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 ever follow the crowd. There's never a reason to follow a crowd. You can just know you're on your way to destruction when you follow a crowd. The one thing that the devil loves is for you to follow the crowd. He hates the individual. He hates the person, the man or the woman, that can stay on that narrow road by themselves. He hates that. He hated when you could be alone because you, you're still, you're by yourself, you're quiet. And the devil do not have to worry about you when you're with the crowd because you're not paying attention. You're following another person or the crowd. And, but when I was growing up, we were taught never, ever, ever, ever to follow a crowd. And, we, and so I just didn't anyway. But when God took the anger from me, I know that it's God who took it away. I just don't have it. And there's nothing another human being could offer me that I would make me follow them. I learn from different people. I listen to everybody. You know, I listen to the enemies as well as the friends. But it's abnormal to follow a crowd. Look like you should know yourself, especially if you say you woke up, you don't have the anger anymore. Look like you should know yourself well enough to know well, if I can see why am I following this crowd? Why am I following this person or that person? Look like you would just see that about yourself and stop. Especially if you say you can see, you know what I mean? Because one of the aspects of seeing is to see the not you. And so you're seeing what's going on with the not you. And you could tell if you're wrong, if you're angry, if you're following a crowd, if you're not of love, if you're really paying attention. But I don't know how you can be awake and not see that about yourself. If you never follow a crowd, they did that to Moses and everything, and human beings are still doing it. For some reason, they don't see, you know what? What's wrong with me? Why am I overreacting? Why am I, why I got to be at that party or this party? Why do I have to gossip or why do I this? It's happening around the world, not with all, but you got to learn to be an individual, really, because when you went to crowd, you went to devil's children you're not with God. That's why you need somebody around you to make you feel good. Now that doesn't mean you're not going to be able to hang out with folks, or, but even in hanging out with people, you still stand by yourself without even trying. And so just like they did with Moses, it's happening today. A few is on that straight and narrow and they're staying there. That's why I said. It take 40 years to really... I don't know how long it's going to take, but if you stay on that straight and narrow by yourself, eventually you it becomes really easy to catch the thoughts and because the Spirit of God moves quicker than the darkness, right? It's just we're not used to living in the light. But eventually you catch the darkness, meaning you catch the thoughts and you be separated from them more and more. But there will be nothing about you that would want to follow a crowd anymore. Because you're following God. You're one with the Father. Why do you need a crowd? You know what I mean? You're not trying to escape the ego. You want to overcome the ego, so you would never take that risk. So I want to encourage you all to check. Be aware, and no matter what someone else does, you be spiritually aware of how you're reacting because it's not about the other person. It's about you and your life. God don't expect the many. He expects the few, the one or two that would get on on that path and stay there. So check yourself if you get angry, if you have fear. uh, Like Adrienne was saying, you just watch him now. uh, At work, when she's stressed out, be still for a minute and let that stress pass and you'll be fine. Because you're seeing it and the light of it will change it. And and once you follow the crowd, it's hard not to follow a crowd or somebody because you made them your God. It's wicked to have a human being as your God. Human beings are jealous and envious. And any person that's trying to make you follow them just know something's wrong. Don't follow that person. That's evil. That person is wicked. They have a hidden agenda. That's why they build a crowd. It's like when you go and you forgive your mother, and then she go build an army against you, or you're breaking up, with a, and the girl breaking up with the man, the man break up, with, and the man or the girl go build an army. That's an evil person. And the people who are following that person believe in what they say It's evil. And if they do it to you, they'll do it to each other because they are the devil. You need to pay attention to these things because the devil is busy. And and I also thought about it because I remember when they, remember when the Chinese virus thing was happening? And they were like working overtime to put fear in you. Oh, you're going to die. We got, the hospitals are running over with death. And That's all they talked about, right? Until finally they said, You gotta wear a mask. And because you're afraid you're following the crowd, believing a lie, you start wearing the mask, right? And then the people that didn't want to wear the mask because they were not following the crowd, people get mad at you because you were not following the crowd. He thinks he's something because he doesn't have a mask because you're not following the crowd. An individual, when you're an individual, it's hard to follow the crowd, no matter who's freaking out. For some, with the help of God, you stay still and see your way out of that situation, how to overcome it rather than giving into it. But if you follow the crowd, then, then they say, well, you know what? One mask is not enough. You need two. And, and, and because they have put so much fear in you, some people want two masks and are still doing it. Even it, so what the, and a shield. You know something wrong with you when you do that. <laughs> should you know that though? I mean you should at least be aware of yourself. Okay, everybody and mama have on two masks and a shield. I'm not doing that. I'm gonna stay still so I can see what to do. That way you overcome it. But if you fall in the crowd, you just deeper into darkness. God said, get on that straight in there, only one. And that's what he's looking for the one that's willing to get on that straight there, Y'all need to wake up or something. I was, <laughs> so I was thinking about that. And then I was thinking about, remember when there was a shooting in uh, Texas? Yeah. And, and they had everybody crying. Everybody crying. All on the news. The president all te- pretending, right? But most of the people were acting out. They can care less about that. They wanted to take your gun, so they had to make it emotional and afraid. But most, a lot of other people were following that, too. Oh, what's wrong? I'm crying over the kids. Why? Because they were shy. And they didn't really know why. I was like, so are you crying because they're crying on TV? Well, that helped. I'm like, why are you crying because somebody else is crying? That doesn't even make sense. But they are crying, and while they are crying, they can take their guns. Where's your gun? It's at the house. Don't follow the crowd in any given situation. And if you have been spiritually helped, you have woken up, it's impossible not to see. Once you see, it's impossible not to see, unless you have that fate seeing. Now, if you've been intellectually uh, If you have awakened intellectually, then you really don't see. You don't see. I was thinking about that, and when immediately everybody move away from that scene to another one, you move right with the crowd. Now you're crying over the white man shooting the black folks. Now you're crying over this or that because you're not checking yourself. Those people don't care about you. Nobody cares about anyone. There's no love in the world. God loves us, and we need to check ourselves. We are not this mess that's caught up in the world. And it's going to get worse before it gets better. Believe me, you haven't seen anything yet. And so it's best to get ready now by becoming an individual, not overreacting. And then you'll be able to live in this mess, but not of it. Really, you won't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, who's your friend, who you're married or not married. You'll be fine. But you got to, in these little things, you got to check yourself so you'll be ready for the big things. Because the devil is busy. And stop following the crowd. Really, it's okay to be alone. The devil hates it when you be still. He hates it when you're alone. He hates it when you are aware. He so he got to send his children to destroy you. The devil children only love the devil children. They hate those who can see they hate the light, so they're not going to want to hang out with you. They want to build an army against you to destroy you. I remember when the civil rights movement started. Prior to that, black people were not thinking as a crowd. They were not thinking as colors. They were thinking as individuals. They knew it was a spiritual battle. And so they knew whether whatever the color might be, if you were bad, they weren't going to hang out with you. They knew it. It didn't matter about the color. Then the Civil Rights Movement came along, and they convinced the people to think as a crowd, as a group. And that's been almost 70 years, I guess. And they're still thinking as a group. It's about color. It's whatever someone says that it is. They can't see it has nothing to do with color because they have joined the group. They were not like that before they joined the group. They were individuals. They knew right from wrong. But when you join the group, you forget right from wrong because you're caught up with the devil and his children, and you're of the devil. And so all this time has gone by, and they're still fighting over color, more than any other time in the history of America. And there are people working overtime to make them think that it's about color. They work overtime because that's how they control you. And if you've left the plantation, they'll try to destroy you. They can't, the children of Satan can't let one get away. They can't allow that to happen because that one might influence another one and another one and another one. And the devil doesn't like that. He want to destroy you, and so does his children. So so stop joining the group. It's not you anyway that want to be in the group. It's the ego, the ego that want to be a part of the group. And the blacks have not gotten over that, and now they're putting everybody in groups. The women are in groups homosexuals are in group, the lesbians are in group, everybody in groups. I interviewed a woman uh on my on the Father State the other day, uh Reverend Doctor something woman. <laughs> <clears throat> and she was saying all this stuff that sound good about the indigenous people, about the um, insurrection. She would bring up these things, right? And so when I questioned her about it, I would say things like, yeah, I agree with you that it was things haven't got, the insurrection was bad because Barack approved it. He went along with Black Lives Matter. No, that's not what I'm saying. I said, but you said that we had an insurrection. I'm not talking about Barack. I'm like, oh, I'm talking about Trump. The Reverend Dr. I'm like, well, that was an insurrection too, wasn't it? Nothing about that. Nothing. They got, the words are so fancy and emotional. And so if you're into the group thing, the words sound right, but they're not right. They're intellectual words made up by the devil. They really are. That's why if you're not watching yourself, you will find yourself caught up with it. You'll be saying, oh, that's so sad. I feel so bad for them. And that's the devil saying that. Anyone that feels bad for someone, you're of the devil. Who are you that you should feel bad for someone else? If God doesn't feel bad for them, why do you feel bad? Just think about that. You're overcoming the old nature and... um, and uh, it's just not normal. It's so abnormal to live the way you live, it's not even funny. That's why you have no peace. Because you are in an abnormal state of being, an abnormal life. It's abnormal not to be able to be alone. It's abnormal to be around people and feel like you need it. To show off and to act like you're smart and all that. But if you watch yourself, you'll overcome that. Things are going to get worse before they get better. And so if, you've been, if you are of love, you can't be of love and hate. You can't go along with the devil and with, uh, with God. You can't serve too. And so with the thoughts and things that you're having, now that you have the light that's shining on those thoughts, just relax. And you're going to get caught up once in a while because you been so identified with it, right? But if you just stay with it, stay with it, Eventually, you will be, you'll uh, get away from it. It won't be so strong. Don't put up a fight at all. There's no fight to put up because if you put up a fight, you're fighting with the devil, that's what he wants you to do because you're saying that this is you, it's me, and you're fighting with the devil. He wants you to fight. But if you watch him and don't fight with him, knowing that it's not you, you'll be fine. The real you will catch up. You'll start to see. So stop fighting it. And let the ego just hang out there. Let it expose itself to the light. And it will be destroyed. And don't put a time limit on it. Like how long is this going to last, right? The The blessed state is that you now have the light to guide you. To fight the darkness. There's nothing you can do. So cut out the fighting. That makes sense? Yeah. And it's not going to to the body and the mind is not going to feel good but you're doing fine the real you is not hurting the real you is not lost the real you especially since you've forgiven and turned back to the father the real you is fine you're not going through any of that stuff there's nothing to worry about no pain, no loss, no nothing it just feel like it's you because you've been identifying with it that makes sense? Yeah. any questions about that? Oh, okay, and the fact that you can see it all you got to do is see it so this is what I'm telling you to watch yourself so that if somebody try to pull you into their darkness into their war you won't go into it you will not go into it and so any, any, any question about that and trust no one with anger I don't care who it is alright trust no one with anger they can't be trusted let me take you here first, Amanda. yes.
8: So I have uh, something that came up this week. Um, I saw I saw a TikTok on um, <laughs> I saw a TikTok and, I, and it said that like Jesus asked over like three hundred questions, and then they asked him about one hundred and eighty questions, something like that. I don't know if this is true, but um, but <clears throat> he only answered three of them directly, and I don't know what were the three answer the questions that they asked. But what it led me to think about is that you know. I guess Jesus didn't. He didn't tell you what the answers were. He wanted you to discover them for yourself, and he believed in the true knowing. And instead of, I guess, like the intellectualizing of it,
0: you can absolutely know. When you know, there's no doubt. No one can take it away. But if it's just intellectually learned, it could be taken away from you. It switches back and forth, whatever somebody says that sound good, and blah blah blah. But they can't take the knowing away. Mm-hmm. When you know, you know, you know. It's straight from God.
8: Yeah. And the way that Jesus would let people know is, I guess the example is like, you know, he knows what the top of the mountain looks like. Yeah. But he's not going to describe. to you. So if you ask him like, hey, what's the top of the mountain look like? He's not going to tell you, oh, it's, you know, this and that. He's going to tell you, you got to go down these hills, up this tree, up this hill. Yeah. You know, he'll tell you how to get to the top of the mountain so that you can know for yourself That's what the answer is.
0: And you know why that is? Do you know why that is?
8: Do I know why? Why that he that won't is? tell
0: you what the mountain looked like up there.
8: Because in telling me, I don't know it.
0: Yeah. And, and what happens if he told you what it looked like at the top, the, the mind would kick in and make you think you know what it is. The mm. devil would use that against you to make you think what the top looked like. And then he'll give you a false image of it. Mm-hmm. And then when something comes along it doesn't go your way, you'll freak out because you thought it looked like this and that. That's why when you die from the ego, you die from all ideas, all uh, imagination, all plans, all everything. Everything is shedded away from you. Then you can see the mountaintop. And it's not anything that you think it looked like. That's why people shouldn't teach us morality or anything. We should not be taught moral values because the intellect kick in, and now you're trying to live the moral values, and if they don't work, you judge yourself. And the people who are teaching the moral values are not living the moral values anyway because they don't know what they are, and they are nothing like what God planned. You don't know what morality is yet. You've learned morality, and that's why nobody's living it. Because they don't really know what it is. And then the people that teach you morality, if you don't do it that way, they judge you. Like they're limited. The ego is all about all that. We're not supposed to be taught about God. We're supposed to point the way to him. Because even with the Bible thumpers, they learn about God, but they don't know God. And they want to know, I believe they want to know but they have been deceived with the intellect. The intellect is evil. The knowing is what you want. The intellect is all evil. And that's why people think they have forgiven. They heard me or someone say, go and forgive mama. And they go and they think they forgive. And the reason I think, they, well, I think they think that they have because if they truly have forgiven, they'll start watching themselves. Then they'll, they'll start to see that not them. And over time you grow and grow and grow. Because you can now see. And it's the seeing that changes everything else. But if you have not really, really, if you can't see, and it's just intellectual, you can't stand anything that comes along. You still overreact. And every time you overreact, you're worshiping the devil. You're saying, praise you, Satan. But when you could be still, you're worshiping God. I don't know what the situation is. You're worshiping God, but whenever you overreact, you're praising Satan and don't realize it. Because it's impossible to overreact in the light to anything or anyone about anything. You know what I mean? What's wrong, Bill? Uh, the mic and nothing wrong? Uh, well, you're looking crazy. <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. You're absolutely right. Stop overreacting. It's not you that feel afraid. It's not you that's hurting. It's not you that's worried. It's not you. It's the nature of the devil. So stop overreacting. Yes, sir.
5: I think it's really interesting what you're saying right now about the, the Bible thumpers. Yeah. I think, what, I think what that is is like it's modern day like Pharisees. They, they think that their scholarship can equate them with righteousness. Yeah. And so... That's very interesting what you it's said. It's
0: so unfortunate, too, yeah. because the preacher that's teaching them the Bible is wrong for doing that, but he thinks that he knows it. Yeah. He really does because it's all intellectual. It's all intellectual. And, and it's amazing how you could be deceived with the intellect.
5: Yes. And another thing about what you said earlier on <laughs> with the Hebrews and the Israelites in the wilderness, I think... Um, I think what happens is we go through a period of testing similar to what they did. And the reason why they turned on Moses is because they were physically free, but they weren't spiritually
0: free. Yet. Absolutely. That's the whole point. Yeah. They, they were physically free, but and it is so amazing. Now, here this man sent by God to help these people to come out of the darkness of their imagination. Everyone that has anger and enslaved and so someone comes along and says, hey, go and forgive if you want to be free. So this guy came, and he helped these people to come out of their imagination. They were like, oh, I can see. I know God sent you. We've been praying for this. Finally, did the Lord sent you. And they're like, we love you. Marching along. And then Moses had to go up there and get some lunch and take a nap because you black. You know, black people gotta take a nap, right? <laughs> and while they got taking the nap upstairs after lunch, some, uh, somebody else, jealous and envious and crazy, rise up and say, You know what? Moses not coming back. Let's worship the cow. Or let's do this. And everybody just jump up and say, Oh, okay. Only a few that said, No, I'm not following you. Are you crazy? I'm free. I just got out of slave the slavery of my imagination. I can finally see. I'm not going to follow you back into the wilderness, back into the darkness. Isn't that amazing? A few said no to it, but most went along with him. That's mind-blowing to me. And yet they don't question and say, well, okay, he just brought me out of the darkness of my mind. How come I'm overreacting like this if I can truly see? You got to question. You got to question yourself. Keep your eyes on you. Yes, sir. And then I'll come to you.
3: Jesse, so when you say, uh, we say don't fight the thoughts, right? But yeah. then you get the thoughts and it's embedded and you, you know the enemy is just, you know, coming down with the thoughts so hard that you, you feel the jealousy, you feel the anger, whatever he's throwing at you in that particular moment. How do you not, how do you not fight it and just let it go like you were saying?
0: Um, just watching it. you watching the thoughts and the feeling. All you do, is watch it, you still get up and go to work, you still do what you do and, and don't look like you're going through anything because uh, it's total ego and it's not you, right? And after a while, you're going to know it's not you. You're going to know it's the ego. So just get up and it, it, it's, sometimes it can be so rough you can barely walk. Oh, yeah. Right? But you just walk anyway, slowly but surely, and watching. Watching this thing make you think and feel this way and you're jealous and in and just watch it knowing it's not you. And it's working itself out. It's being destroyed. Because it's the light of God. That's why we must be born again first. We need the spirit of God to come and fight. Not us. The darkness, right? Because we've been so identified with it for so long. And thinking that all this stuff that we're into is us and it's not. So we must forgive so we can enter into the kingdom and he'll fight it for us. So just watch it. Don't complain about it. Don't... uh, just watch it and just know it will work out. Okay. Don't fight it. Don't name it as oh, this is me, I'm suffering. I feel so I'm jealous. I'm this and that. It's not you. Because Satan wants you to say it's you so you can identify more with it. But it's not you at all.
3: You don't tell yourself like oh stop stop telling you know stop thinking this. You know, you don't you know, talk to yourself for a second, just be a like, drop it, you
0: know. Yeah, when you especially when you first start out, the yeah. pain so it's so hard, and you think that it's you, and you will say, oh, that's not me. So no problem. If you do say that, it's just a reminder that it's not you. It's not a sin. But just know it's not you, and there's nothing you can do about it. You have to be all in with it. You have to be all in, willing to die, let the ego die. You must be willing. But it's not you at all. It's just you've been so identified with it. So yeah, if you have to say, I know this is not me. Oh, look at the devil trying to me. It's fine. And then
3: also, too, you were saying you were going to explain the, the straight and narrow path. What yeah. else did it include or, later on?
0: Just praying and watching. Okay. That's all it is. Don't look back. Don't look forward. Don't look to the left or the right. Just pray and watch. Meaning watching the thoughts. That's what the straight and narrow is all about. Because as we were talking, eventually all all of your ideas about things, all of those things that have kept you in captivity, will be washed away. It will be taken away from you. And then you will have no ideas. You will have no plan. You will have nothing. And you shall be free. Can't you, wait for that. I'm sorry?
3: I said, I can't wait for that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing like it. But don't set a date, right? Don't say, oh, when, because we don't know when. Because God is not into time. He's into now. And so if you set a date, it'll put you into time. And, and that's where Satan is. Satan is into time. You just want to live for now and not worry about time. All right? And stop judging yourself because God does not judge you. He has never judged you. Just think about this. We have never done wrong in our whole life. You have never done anything wrong. Who doubt that? Oh, nobody doubted? Oh, nice. You doubted Raymond? I'll come back to you. He had his hand. You've done wrong in your life? Have
9: The way I saw it,
0: i done a ton of wrong in my life. <laughs> and why did you do it? Anger. And why were you angry?
9: Because when I was a kid, no one listened to me.
0: Oh, and so was that anger you? Uh,
9: Would you repeat that, please? Was that anger you? I thought it was. And was it? As I grew older, I, I believe it was a part of, me, uh, part of me that demanded attention.
0: Was it you, though?
9: I don't believe
0: so. So if it wasn't you, why would you, do you take credit for doing wrong?
9: Because it was my responsibility to
0: learn right from wrong. Amazing. I want you to know you've never done anything wrong. Not in your whole life. Mm-hmm. It was that spirit that's inside of you. But you identify with it thinking it's you. And then you would judge yourself. Because the devil would say, oh, look, you did wrong. And you're like, oh, bad me. Now you hate yourself. It, God has never judged you for that at all now you take responsibility for it in that you see this thing work through you it wasn't somebody else's fault it worked through you but you identify with it right and then in taking that quiet responsibility for that you overcome it you see that it's not you and you stop judging yourself even if you robbed a bank it wasn't you robbing the bank the, the, the man that shot up the kids it wasn't him It was not him. But because he identified with that thing in him, and look at the world trying to judge him. Oh, it's him. I'm I'm not going to say his name. You got the devil saying that. (laughs) You got the devil saying, I'm not going to say the devil's name. It wasn't him. And when you really see what's going on with you, you would never judge your fellow man again. I don't care what they do to you, you would never judge them. Because you could see that they can't, See, because you can now see. You know what I mean? Amazing, right? So stop judging yourself. It's, matter of fact, it's not even you, it's the conversation in your head making you judge you based on the knowledge you've had about right and wrong. But just imagine that here's a God that's never judged us. He already knows why we do it. He know we were born into a crazy sin and that we can't help it, but we can spend a lifetime. Judging ourselves, feeding the devil. Isn't that like crazy when you think about it? You spend a lifetime for no reason. And then pass it on to your children, to your children, to your children. You're getting drunk for no reason. Stop getting drunk for no reason. At least be at a party. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm playing. But just think about that. Just think about how we have treated ourselves thinking that we were wrong and beating ourselves up, suffering, having fear, having doubt, in and out of relationships. and so <laughs> What a mess up life, huh? Unnecessarily. Here's God saying we should never worry, never, never, never do any of this stuff. And we, we're doing everything he's telling us not to do because we've been trained to be that way. We've been trained by devils. Yes, sir, sir. Just think about it. All thoughts are all lies all the time. When you really grow in the light and you're going to reflect on some of the stuff you've been through, you think, like, what in the world was I thinking? And it wasn't you thinking. Yes, sir. So just
4: kind of thinking about you saying how you're reflecting over the past, you know, 30 years and everything, um, and with the Moses and the people thing, <sighs> it's funny when, like you said, when Moses went to take a nap or pray or whatever, and it gave that guy the opportunity to kind of stand up and say, "Why are we following Moses? Yeah. He, he's a murderer. He, you know, he did this or he did that or he, you know." Um, it's funny that, like, they were identifying that it was Moses, yeah. and that it wasn't. God working through him. But they
0: pretended to see that when Moses went there to get him, they're like, I've been praying for this forever. The Lord sent you. They pretended to see where Moses was coming from. But they really didn't. Otherwise, nobody in the crowd could have turned them against Moses. It's the same thing happening in the world today. Yeah. Does that makes
4: sense? Yeah. And it's... It's funny that they could, even amongst themselves, be like, oh, why would God use this person? You know, this person's done this or done right. that. And um, and God can use whoever he wants. He can use people who still, like you said, have the vices or
0: Paul or he whatever. He used the one that you're going to judge. Yeah.
4: <laughs> and it's also funny that in the story that Moses was able to look into the kingdom of heaven but wasn't able to go in or something like that, because he still had anger that they turned against him. And he didn't have the right to have anger that they didn't listen. Oh, man, huh? And it's like, in that, that's why it's so important. Like, when you say it's not you. Yeah. Because Moses was still (sighs) identifying and getting angry that I I did all this. And y'all still not, you know? So for you to always be like, it's not me, it's the Father that's speaking through me and working yeah. through me,
0: um, yeah. And the people pretend to understand that when I say it's not me, it's the Father in me, mean, it's the in you, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. They don't really see that. They see it intellectually. Because as soon as somebody in the crowd with Moses, with Moses upstairs go and whisper to them, and then if one or two people don't want to follow the yellow calf thing, they are still say, Lord, why would you come? Don't listen to Moses. And they're like, oh, okay. Moses, Moses up in the house sleep. He's not perfect, you know. And I noticed that the children of Satan think they know who God's going to use. You know what I'm saying? They think they know what you should already be for God to use you. And they don't. They don't know who God is going to use because they have their intellectual ideas about God. You really don't know God yet. But if you stay on that straight and narrow, you will. You really will. But you don't know him yet. Because if you knew him, you wouldn't be overreacting. You wouldn't be judging yourself and others. You would never have fear, doubt, or worry, you would never be lonely. You wouldn't have problems sitting still, knowing that the devil is messing with you know, don't doesn't want you to sit still. You wouldn't have any of those things going on. You would know it's the devil, and you would be still, and you would let God's will be done if you truly knew God. So have no ideas about God, zero idea. They're all from the devil. And when you are in conversation with someone, just let the words go in one ear and out the other. Don't hold on to the lie, and don't hold on to the truth. Don't hold on to anything, because the devil will use it against you intellectually. That's why intellectual people are so dumb. The more degrees they have, the worse they are. Yes? No, just like last thing
4: was, and that's why it's interesting of, of why not to get angry because to realize that they never really knew it in the first place. Yeah. They only had it intellectually, but they never had the knowing spiritually. They never so had getting it. angry about it is actually dumb because they never
0: got in the first place. Yeah. yeah. That's why you got to watch. Watch to, when you overreact. You just know something's wrong with me. I'm overreacting. It's not someone else's fault either. It's your fault. But if you watch that and don't judge it, you'll see what's going on and you'll be fine. But you got to keep your eyes on yourself. On yourself. Did I see your hand? Okay. I'm sorry? I'm good. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Oh, and then I got to get to my biblical question, too.
2: Yes. To me, what's interesting about the Moses. Story- One thing I want to say. <laughs> sorry.
0: <laughs> as hard as it is to disassociate yourself with the not you, it is amazing to do it. It's worth it. Believe me, it's worth it. It is really worth it to go through what you got to go through. I want you to know that. It's all worth it. It's worth it to let the ego go through what it got to go through. It's not you. You will not be disappointed. You have life. You really will. Yes. Thank you.
2: You One thing I I like about the Moses story is uh, um, like today, most people won't get it. In uh, the Moses story, nobody made it to the promised land. Everybody died except for two people, Aaron and his sister. But nobody made it. Moses got to see it. And so they all had to die. And the children went in. They just got to die. They got to die. <laughs> and, so, and a lot of people today, you can tell they've, they've got the hatred in their heart. And there's no conviction It like they were
0: questioning that. Okay, I just confessed that I went and forgave my parents, right? So if I forgave my parents, and I'm supposed to be of love, why am I hating? Even if you don't tell anyone, you, you question that. If I'm, you can't be of God and the devil, right? You can't serve two God. So if I'm supposed to be of love, why am I hating? Why am I mad? Why am I judging myself and my fellow man? Look like the person would question that. What it is, they don't have it. Because if you truly had love, you would never get angry. You would never judge yourself or your fellow man. But the ego won't let you see that you really don't have it. Let me just say,
2: yes. Yeah, they didn't have it. and They, they saw miracles. They saw water yeah. coming out of rocks. And the, you know, the sea opened up in front of them. So there's nothing you can do to make somebody believe. If God can't make them by showing them things, it's impossible for you to convince them Hey, you know, you're being deceived. They, they think you're crazy. So, it's amazing. Let them die. Yeah. You see, God let them die. Well, what
0: about the children? Why not let the children die? They came from you. And you're evil, so your kids are evil. Well, God is love. If God is love, why is he let the children suffer? It's not God that let it into you, you because you didn't get over your anger. You passed it on to them. It's not God's fault. What? God made a way. He sent his son so we can all overcome. And instead of appreciating the son, what do you do? You make the son God. All of a sudden, Jesus God. The intellect. uh, The intellect is dangerous. It really is. That's why everybody should drop out of school. (laughs) They should drop out. All they're doing is just go learn a trade if you got to. You know what I mean? Learn how to build a house and get out of school. Yes, sir. Is this helping a little bit? All thoughts are all lies. all. Just think about this. There is no past. Zero. And so whatever happened 80 years ago, it happened then. It doesn't exist now. But the people bring up 80 years ago or say to remind you of 80 years, you stole a piece of cake. <laughs> You're like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. Why are you feeling bad? It was 80 years ago. You believe the intellect. There is no future. That's my blow. We really, really think about it. Yes, sir.
10: Yeah. I mean, all that is all that's amazing. Um... It, and it's interesting when you talk about the Moses story and you talk about uh, God let the kids die and he let the people die. And it's like, you know, you say it's comical when you say then suffer and die, right? To people who are not wanting to change or wanting to stick to their old ways and say they did everything, oh, I forgave, I, uh, you know, I have no anger. But then they question it. And it, it's interesting, the Old Testament God, right, he... He'd let you die. I mean, like in that situation, because it's like he's fighting these battles to try to help you navigate, like the trick that Satan is pulling on the people. And then, like the New Testament guy is just like, "Well, you know what? If you want to die, if you want to suffer your whole life, then I won't. I won't. I won't bring wrath in these ways, right? You could live. Go ahead. Don't worship me. Live. It's just going to be worse. It's going to be way worse. You're going to suffer for longer, and then you're going to die. Uh, and it's interesting because it trick you right into thinking that. The not you is you. Like, th- these are things that you're doing or that you can, even on the, even on the Bible dumper side, right, um, trick you into thinking that you're so holy that you're going you're gonna to turn people to God when in reality you're just turning people away from God. Because they don't, unless they're... It's all intellectual. Unless they want to see, right? You can't yeah. show a blind man anything. You'd have to want to see. You've got to want it. Because you, you're not you going to finesse hunger God. you and
0: thirst after righteousness. Exactly. You have to want it can nobody give it to you. Thank you, ma'am. I want to ask this young lady here the biblical question. Are you the ever-changing thought? Am I an ever-changing thought? Are you the ever-changing thought?
11: What? I don't even know what that means.
0: You don't know what that means? No clue. Did you know it was a biblical question? No. You haven't heard the show this week? Oh, okay.
11: But I had a question... after what Troy was saying, I wanted to say something. Okay. I feel like I can't speak without the ego. Like, I wish we all just didn't speak. You that say would you be can't speak without what? Like, the ego. Oh,
0: you, you know? cannot speak without it?
11: Well, I don't know if this is accurate, right? But sometimes I feel this way. And like you're saying, everyone should drop out. I say everyone stop talking. That would be like so nice. You could actually see.
0: I don't know what you're saying. All
11: right. It's okay. You say you
0: wish everyone would drop out?
11: No, no, well, I agree with that, but I also think, like, everyone should Did you should say just, that? No.
0: What did you say just now?
11: Um, you know how you said everyone should drop out of school? Right. I agree with you, and I also think we should not be able to talk. Because I feel like I cannot speak without the ego, and it's just, like, blowing my mind.
0: I mean, when you say we, who are you talking about? Who's attached to you?
11: Well, all. <laughs> fine. I'll say women. No problem. Um, but, like, all people
0: right? Oh, you said you feel like all women should shut up?
11: All people. (laughs) I was kind
0: of joking. (laughs) I'm just trying to understand. I'm just not understanding what you're saying. That's all. Are you saying all women should shut up or all people? All people. And why?
11: It just seems that like the ego is just attached to like
0: words. You know? So it's hard for you to communicate without using your ego? Using the ego?
11: I don't uh, it sometimes seems so, yes.
0: So is it hard for you to communicate without using the ego? Yes. It's sometimes or all the time? All the time, yes. And why is that? I don't know. I'm, that's why I'm asking you. And how do you know it's your ego? It's the ego.
11: Well, when I just speak, I'm like, is this even coming from a pure place? Or are you like a mm. holier-than-thou Christian? Like, I have no idea.
0: And so what do you do when that happens? I ask Jesse.
11: Um, <laughs> You ask
0: Jesus? Jesse. Oh, Jesse. Me? (laughs) Oh, what the?
11: I, well, I don't know. I've just been like watching myself, I suppose. And then now when everyone speaks, I'm just like,
0: what the, you know? So when everyone speaks, what happens?
11: I'm just like.
0: When you hear other people speak, then what's happening with you?
11: The ego and intellectualized. And then I'm like, wow, I feel like I'm the same
0: person. Like, I feel like I'm. The same like the ego so when other people are speaking, you you're thinking what now?
11: well, okay, so when other people are speaking, I was only spraying that up because it like right. confirmed what it seemed was coming from me, right. you know right so
0: and when you hear other people speaking from their ego, what do you think about it
11: well, I'm just the same, but I'm just asking, do you agree that we should just stop talking? Would that well, be helpful? We have to.
0: We have to communicate. I mean, sure. we got on a practical level, we got to talk. Mm-hmm. You know, got a fellowship and you know, everything. But what it is, when you see that, don't judge it. Don't judge it in yourself. And don't judge it in others, when you see it. Right? Mm-hmm. Because seeing it is what's going to destroy it for you. Don't judge yourself for it. But you so, don't need to shut down.
11: So even not hold on to the fact that it could be my ego?
0: Don't even hold on to it. It's enough to just see it. You're not in, co- in charge of anything. Hmm. You just want to see. You really just want to see the not you. So you can get rid of this illusion, who you are, or what you think you know. But no, there's nothing you can do. Do you understand that? It's so amazing that all you have to do is see. There's no work required. You can't do it by works. You just have to see. It's so amazing to me that we can live life just by seeing and everything will work out. You don't need a plan. Don't compare yourself to others. Don't try to be like anyone. Just see and everything will work out. The ego doesn't want you to accept that. It wants you to think there's something you need to do. And really there's nothing you can or need to do. Isn't that like mind blowing when you think about it? How do you not do anything? Now, on the practical level, you get up and go to work. You do what you got to do that way. But changing you, there's nothing you got to do. Your life is already laid out. The plan is already there. He did not make us and just left us alone in this world to just suffer or have to work things out. They're already worked out. You just don't see them. But just think about that. We can have a life every morning, every day without a plan. Isn't that something? That's like mind-blowing. The, the the ego doesn't want you to accept that. So just see that. You see that your ego is trying to show off. It's not you. And just do, don't do anything about it. You're doing a silent prayer? I'm sorry? Yes. Every morning, every night? Yes. Yes? Yes. Every morning, every night? Yep. Why do you look like you're lying?
11: Because I know you're going to ask this and you're not going to believe me, so I'm just like, yep.
0: (laughs) That's your ego talking.
11: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you I can't talk without it.
0: No, I'm playing with you. Uh, I want to ask a young man in the back there. Are you your ever-changing thought? No. And why do you say no?
12: I'm not my thoughts.
0: You're not your thoughts? No. And you know that for sure?
12: I know that for sure.
0: Did you think that at one time that you were?
12: Absolutely.
0: Oh, good, man.
12: Most of my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is this your first time here? No. Nope. You've been here before? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And so what is it like knowing that you're not the thoughts? What's that like for you?
12: It. Well, it means that um, it means the times where you get caught up in it, over, like when you get caught up in those thoughts, the as I keep, going on this path, those periods get shorter and shorter. No. Nice, exactly. You start noticing sooner and sooner what's happening. Um, but I, I still you know, get, get caught up in it sometimes, but then I'll and, remember.
0: And to add to that, when you do get, believe that you are the thought, just relax, it's not you. You know now that it's not you, whether it's intellectually or not, that you know. You know you're not the thoughts, right? Just relax, let it pass, keep doing what's in front of you to do, and you'll be fine. If you stay with it, even if you're learning this intellectually, but you stay with it because you want to know the truth, it'll come. Just don't give up on you. Meaning, stay with the prayer anyway. Like she was saying, she can see now she's all ego. She can't even speak unless she's speaking from the ego. The fact that she knows that is all that needs to be known. She's not in denial about it. And by not being in denial, It'll disappear. You know what I mean? But he's right. All women should shout up <laughs> No, I'm, <playing. laughs> I'm joking. Um, do you do you do you see that you're not your ever-changing thought? Sorry. Well,
13: can you repeat that? Are
0: you your ever-changing thought? Oh, no. And you're not your ever-changing thought. No. And do you know that for sure? Yes. And how do you know for sure?
13: Uh, Just like the gentleman behind me said, I'm not my thoughts.
0: And how do you react now when they come?
13: I just see it. I can see that some thoughts are trying to get me to react emotionally or, I don't know. Yeah, I guess
0: emotionally. Do they ever try to make you cry?
13: Um, Not so much anymore. I don't feel emotional in that way. They
0: have done that to you? Oh, yeah. Have you ever had a thought that was so bad you just wanted to cry? (laughs) Isn't that like crazy? How are you going to cry over a thought? But you want to cry. That's worshiping the devil. Isn't that something? When you're crying because of a thought, you're worshiping the devil. Isn't that crazy? So, stay with it. So, At this point, do you give in to them sometimes? I think I asked you that. I didn't remember what you said. I'm kind of rushing a little bit here.
13: Do I give in to them?
0: At all right now.
13: I would say no because I have awareness about them. I'm not perfect.
0: You're not perfect? No. Uh, Meaning what?
13: I make mistakes. Sometimes, you know, I'll believe a thought maybe for an hour or a day even. And then I realize, oh, that's just a lie. It's just a thought. It's not and, going in.
0: And so how did you come up with this idea that you're not perfect?
13: I don't, I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm not perfect.
0: And where did the idea come from?
13: I guess the devil.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you can't have any idea. You can't have an idea that you're good or bad. You can't have because it's too obsessive, right? If you think you're good, then you're going to think you're bad. If you think you're bad, then you're going to think you're good. That makes sense. You can't even have that idea. You have to have nothing. Isn't that crazy? You cannot be looking at yourself as a good person or a bad person. You gotta, and you will, all ideas will disappear. We gotta stay on that straight and narrow path. You've got to become your own man, your own woman. Yes.
6: So I just had a quick question. So, like, is it all right to cry sometimes? Like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you want to worship the devil.
6: So you're saying at all times that we cry, then we're worshiping the devil. Yeah. But then if crying is an emotion. But one second. If crying is is an emotion and laughing is an emotion and the different emotions are on different spectrums. So, like,
0: how do I get my You must cry a lot.
6: No, I don't actually, not compared to before, but I'm saying oh. like every now and then, you
0: know. Oh, so you do cry sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. And what, can you give Mostly me an example think, of what made you cry sometimes?
6: Well, I think sometimes it's, it's more like hormonal period of time, you know.
0: You cry every month?
6: Yeah. <laughs> what the? Maybe like, only in that what are you time, crying you know, I'm, after that I'm all right, yeah. So what? After that time, it's like, it's all right, but you know, like.
0: So why are you crying about the monthly thing?
6: I don't know, like, you just, you just get emotional, you just get hormonal, and you just, this is a debate we've been going back and forth on about, it oh. seems
0: like you got to ask, so... So your hormone makes you cry? Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Right, ladies?
0: Yeah. Really? Right? What y'all cry for? <laughs> Does it stop it? Because <laughs> yes. I was wondering, like, it? do
6: any of the other ladies, like, deal with this issue? Because uh, okay. the rest of the time is fine, but that, that week is just a hot mess. And then I'm, like, fine. So what... Yeah. Yeah. Right? See?
0: I'm surprised. All the ladies, most of them agreeing with it.
6: And you can feel the change as well. Like I can, f- this physical so changes. so when you
0: cry, does it feel better?
6: Yeah, like you just do a little sob and then you're right. and You just move on. and You just keep going. Yeah. So. <laughs> we've been debating about this for a couple of weeks. So I just, you know, I just yeah. wanted
0: to ask. So every month, because this happened every month, right?
6: Yeah, sorry. Maybe I should bring it up in the women's forum.
0: So let me just ask you. Every month, yeah, this thing happens. Yeah, and you cry. Yeah, and the purpose of crying is what? The, what's that again? The purpose of crying.
6: It's just like a release. It's just it just you just then you get over yourself and then you keep going.
0: So you have to cry so it can happen.
6: <laughs> Not necessarily, but maybe I don't know if they can understand. But it's um,
1: it's for
0: me, it's. Oh, hold on a minute. <laughs> With the mic thing. I went here. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, you need to be on the mic. You don't want to say it? You don't have to. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. All right. Why do you cry? I think You cry?
8: Yes, I've cried uh, during that time period. And I think it's something where, you know. <laughs> you go through this kind of phase you feel something funny you don't feel right yeah. then you start questioning everything and then all of a sudden you cry well, no, what are you crying once you cry you get over it and then you're like oh and then what's it, what happens though is the week after you know you literally look back and you think what was that like yeah so yep. Uh, I don't even feel that way at all right now so it's, it's definitely hormonal. I know oh, what it is yeah.
0: yes so when you cry do you feel better
8: um I think it's a little bit of a re- yeah I think a yeah. little better you know like like a release it's like you feel pressure and then when you cry the pressure just goes away So I don't know if you feel better or not but you feel like you've released whatever pressure you the have Which pressure
0: from from so does it happen naturally
8: there what? Set, what do you
0: mean? The, every month. The, the thing, I mean, I'm not the monthly thing every single by month. Itself.
8: I don't think it's every single For me, it's not every single month. But oh. there are...
0: Oh, it doesn't come every month.
8: There are
6: cycles where I, I notice like, every oh, month. It is every month, but it's like yes. physical changes. just like when you're going through that week... You might be, like, really hot, and then all of a sudden you're, like, really cold. It's hormones. Yes. Oh, so nice. I'm saying is part of that hormonal situation for that five, six days, sometimes you cry, and then, like, you get over yourself, and it's you like it's a little every, bit you uh, cry
0: the whole six days, or just one no, day?
6: No, just, like, maybe here and there for, like, a quick second, yeah. and then, I'm, you know, you feel better, and you keep it going. But so, there
8: is something hormonal. Like, it's not something we can control. Like, we can't... We don't wake up thinking, oh, today's the day we're going to cry. What is it? You know? <laughs> we, we, it, it, it goes... It's yeah. something that's kind of, like, you cannot... For me, I can almost see where, oh. And I'll I'll notice myself, certain certain thoughts come to my head, and I'll, I'll look at the time, and I'm like, oh, it's got to <laughs> be that time.
0: You're like, oh, let me cry.
8: It, no, well, no, it's, it's, here. It's, it's sort it, of it, like it's I find... June 12th. It's the other way around. Let I find it out it's June 12th after crying, because I'm realizing, why am I oh. feeling this way? Oh, okay. Like, I'm realizing, why am I feeling this way? And then, then I cry, and then I realize, oh, geez, it's around that time. And then you ignore but, yourself,
6: because you realize that it's not actually real, and it's yeah. hormonal, and then... You move on. So I just had that question for
0: you. Does your husband yell at you when you cry? No. He, he laugh at you?
6: No, he just realizes that it's that time, and then he just, like, just <laughs> stays <laughs> in He's the like. like,
0: whatever.
10: <laughs> yeah. Does, um... I can't believe you never heard of this, Jesse. <laughs> I never really? heard
0: crying thing. I don't know what you're crying for. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> and so when you cry, does that stop the hurt?
11: So I literally feel like I was crying like 20 minutes ago because of something you said. And so what now? I was like literally tearing up 20 minutes ago from something you said, and you're like, why? Right, you're asking people why, and I'm like, I feel like guilty, and I know that that is Satan. So I guess it's no reason, really. But with the whole like monthly thing, it truly hurts. You're like lo- cleaning the lining of your uterus. I mean, that is literally ow.
0: And so does the crime <laughs> ease the pain? <laughs>
11: Well, uh, it feels like a pressure cooker. Yeah, like, and then, like, you, like, spin that thing. It's like, ah, release, you know. It's like, I mean, it doesn't really feel good, but, like.
0: (laughs) Well, that's because y'all listen to the devil, that's why. Wait, what? You should suffer because you listen to the devil. I know how to resolve the crime. I want you to give it a try. Okay. And let me know how it goes. Okay. The next time it happens, have no opinion about it stop, you've been trained to cry, you've been trained to react, next time it happens, have no reaction to it. Okay. Just notice it and go about your way.
6: Okay.
0: Don't let the mind and the pain tell you to cry. All right? Yeah. Will you give it a try, let me know how to go. Okay. I bet you it's your opinion about it and your overreaction to it.
6: And hormones, though. Like, where does that... But a h- where does hormone, that, like,
0: just a hormone, it doesn't make you cry.
6: Hormones make you do a lot of things. Yeah.
0: Like what? <laughs> like change genders. What are hormones? <laughs> what are hormones? <laughs> what are hormones? Testosterone and So does it go up? Yeah, it goes up and the testosterone down. go up and down?
10: Yeah, it up and down.
0: <laughs> what? Estrogen. It goes up and down? Yes. Oh, and so it's painful going up and down. Up and down. So here ladies, let's do this to close this out. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you get the monthly thing, have no opinion about it. Relax in it. Yeah, this is a hormone session. Uh, relax in it and see what happens. All right? Well, you try to, because they're going to tell you do your same overreaction to everything that you've been doing. He's going to tell you that. Oh, it's that time, blah, blah, blah. And then you just, the mind will kick in. So I want you to give it a try. Don't overreact at all. Just notice it. Whether it's a pain or not, I don't know what you feel, but <laughs> whether hormone going up and down or whatever, just relax in it. It's like when you're lifting weights. If you relax with the weight, you can lift them. But if you strain with the weight, you can't. It's harder. So relax in the pain. All right? That makes sense a little bit? All right. So What? The way things are helpful, yeah, relax in it. Relax in all things. No matter what happens, relax in it. Because it's all ego. It's not you. Okay? Okay. I saw here first and then here, and then I got to give you the new biblical question, and we're out.
10: Um, Just the last touch on the the crying thing. It's like, I get it. Um, You cry? No, I haven't cried in a long time. And actually, it was funny. So you stopped crying doing the monthly thing? I don't get the monthly thing. I'm not a descendant of Eve, so I don't have to suffer through so that. So what do you mean by you, you stop crying a long time ago? I stopped crying a long time ago, uh, but I will say that when it comes to the idea of, as you would put it, feeling like you're going to boohoo, um, you know, I think... And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that as long as you don't have any feeling about it one way or another, if I'm walking on the street and just like tears start running from my eyes randomly, I don't know why that would happen. But if it did, I would just I would have no feeling about it. I wouldn't judge myself. And I don't know how t- yeah, saying I'm worshiping the devil. I, that's why
0: I'm telling them to just uh, I, I, relax in it, mm-hmm. in all things. And, and for a while, you may cry with the ego thing and all that. Don't judge that either. Because, and then eventually you stop doing that. Just have, it's, it's all the devil. It really is. There's no reason to cry. There's no reason to be sad. There's no reason to be lonely. There's no reason to be afraid. There's no reason to follow someone, be like someone else. There's no reason to have a plan in life. Do you, like the world say, I guess. But Just do what's in front of
10: you to do with no opinion. I'm telling you, life will become amazing for you. So, so I guess the only thing I'm asking <clears throat> you is like, If you felt like crying and if you cried, it's more important. Like, let's just say you start crying. Like, it's better to just not judge yourself. You don't try to shut it off. If you try to shut it off, now you're letting the devil get in your ear. Oh, you better not cry. You're not a man. Or you better not cry. You're weak. Like, no, just have no feeling about it.
0: Yeah, don't control it. Have no opinion. If it happens,
10: it happens. Just let go.
0: Don't judge yourself. Absolutely. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, so,
10: like,
4: how you started today with how have everyone been helped by right.
0: Bond? And I and wanted you- to know that, especially when thinking about that story with Moses and I know that people do the same thing now they pretend they have love they pretend they can see, but the moment things don't go, uh, they overreact and they tend to lose it but they don't bring themselves back they don't tend to notice yeah, and um,
4: a couple of days ago I saw Top Gun and uh, I heard that Tom Cruise was killed well I'll say that I'll,
0: I, did that really happen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'll <laughs> play it I don't know if that's true or not I think that was a joke I th- that was a joke right Chris you the one who said it You're blaming it on me now but you were just joking yeah uh. he knows because
4: he was the stunt double <laughs> No, I was um,
0: there. I'll say that I
4: didn't cry, but I wept. And you I cried in <laughs> the movie? I, I wept because everything that I learned, everything that I learned through you and being aware through Bond was in the film. And every I saw everything uh, while while it's happening. It was tears of joy. It was like Denzel Washington in glory, just that one tear where he's like <laughs> and it's like, kind of like what he was saying. There's no feelings to it. It just was like, it was like a perfect piece, joy of like being aware of it. So anyway, just that's to wrap up the whole thing. So, was the kind of mood that made you cry? I wept. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you go by yourself? No, I actually went with Ted Nugent, and he wept also. Oh. <laughs> but. Two beta males. But um. Uh. Oh, so I want the answer in the biblical question. Um, is it? Are you the? Ever, are you the ever changing thought, or are, are you the ever changing thought? Because when you asked him, you said, "Are you your ever changing thought?" Well, the. Okay. Because to me, okay. So I was thinking, initially when I heard it, and I did think of it as, "Are you your ever changing thought?" And I was like, no, because all thoughts are lies. When the reason I use the because they're
0: not your thoughts. Right. So,
4: Well, yeah, and in, initially I was like, no, because believing the thoughts of the highs and lows is the roller coaster and the ego and all thoughts are lies and stuff. Yeah. But then when I reflected on it more, yes. You are the ever-changing thought? Yes, because the ever-changing thought is... Not my thought. It's renewing the mind, being still, the sound mind, and being able to ever-changing how I hear things. I've heard you say a million times the thing that you said today about, if God doesn't care, why should you? But today, I heard it differently.
0: Yeah.
4: So that's ever-changing, even hearing you. I hear it differently as I grow in the light
0: so that is ever-changing my but, understanding but you're not you're ever-changing thoughts at all because thoughts are up and down they think about the past they think about the future they think about this It makes you feel a certain way you're none of those things and the reason I, I want to put that question out there because most people think that they are their ever changing thoughts they are up and down emotionally they worry they have fear they're jealous they're envious they have doubt they whatever right and you're not that. So if you stop identifying with those thoughts, then you could be free from them. You're not, they're they are constantly changing. How can you be this way one time and this way another time and this way and this way? It's not you at all. And I want people to see that they're not, they're ever changing. Thought, thoughts are constantly changing. And that's why I want you to pay attention to thoughts when you think that you don't have any. You still should be aware so that they don't catch up with you because as soon as you think everything is fine and you don't pay attention to the devil, they're not you, the devil comes and makes you feel bad about something. He'll remind you of something else. Now you're down. And then as soon as you're down, you try to bring up and make you feel good, thinking of something good. You're not those ever changing thoughts at all. So, what would it be <laughs> when,
4: like, even when you say mind blowing? It makes me think of, like, literally our mind is being blown because we're being renewed and we're being able to see it.
0: Yeah, when I say mind-blower, I just mean it's amazing to come out of this darkness, this hell that I've been living in, and realizing what it's like not to live there and how I've been so deceived with the imagination. And then when I see other people suffering, I can see that it's so unnecessary. It's so not even real. It's an illusion But you live it as though it's real. We're like really free. We've never been guilty. We've never done anything wrong. We are free. Christ made us free when he came. When he took everything on for us. Everything is done. And to live as though we're not free is mind-blowing to me. We believed a lie. We literally have believed a lie. Because we've been taught to believe a lie. All our lives. When when they taught you the Bible, they were teaching you intellectually, they caused you to believe a lie. Because you think you know God. If you know him, you're free. If you intellectually learn about him, you're not free. Really. That's why I want people to keep their eyes on themselves. (laughs) So they should know that they know that they know. Not just because someone said it. Does that make sense?
4: Yeah, so when you say, like, let it go one ear out the other...
0: Even today, with today's conversation, don't let your mind drift away, you know, stay present. But don't hold on to anything that's been said here today. Leave your glass empty. Because if you hold on to it, the rest of the day and tonight, Satan's going to try to remind you to make you think you have it. You don't need to learn it. We have a teacher. Don't hold on to anything. Amazing. So I got to ask you the brand new biblical question. And, I'm, and we're out. <clears throat> Are you in a wrong human relationship?
13: Am I in a wrong human relationship?
0: Ooh. Now I see everybody mind all busy.
13: That's like a, that's a pretty, that's a question I think a person should examine themselves for a little while first, but uh, I guess initially I want to say no.
0: You're not in a wrong no. human relationship? No. Okay. Are you a- in a wrong human relationship? Go right ahead.
3: That's deep, Jesse.
0: Amazing. <laughs> These are the things that as you grow, believe me, God is with us. He's going he's gonna to bring you out of the darkness. No worry, all right? Don't compare. Just stay on the street and there. Are you in a raw human relationship?
3: No, I don't believe so.
0: And why you don't believe so?
3: Uh, because my wife, even though she's not here, she's, she's very... Uh, you have a wife? Yeah. And she's yeah. not here? No, she's not here.
0: Oh, man.
3: She's in Palm Springs. But uh, I, I, I believe so. She's, uh, she's very submissive. She's very... Uh, she obey you? Yes. Yeah, for the most part. Okay. And we've been having some challenging times. But, um, yeah, I, I, I believe that she's, she tries, and she tries to follow... She tries to follow the right way.
0: Nice. Um, Are you in a raw human relationship?
12: Are you asking if I'm in a relationship with someone else? Are
0: you in a raw human relationship? I don't think so. You don't think so? No. And why not?
12: I feel like I'm in the spirit relationship, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah.
0: I can't respond to next Sunday, but it's a new biblical question. Okay. And so you say no you're not?
11: No, I'm
0: not. okay. Amazing. Uh-huh. Yes.
11: Okay. Like with his tears of joy and then our tears of sorrow like once a month. I totally get like I promise I, I know it intellectually, okay? But I don't see it because I feel like I'm trapped in my body and I'm like where are these tears of joy and tears of sorrow coming from? You know what I mean? like.
0: So you're talking to the devil.
11: Okay, so you can really be free of a body, too.
0: So you're talking to the devil when you ask him that?
11: What? I don't ask him ta Will you
0: talk to him about where are these tears are coming
11: from? Well I'm asking right now, like
0: Oh you asked I'm me just that?
11: Re- pondering, like our I feel like sometimes our flesh is a prison, but is that another intellectual thing I was taught by the church and you actually can't flesh be free? is
0: because you listen to the mind. So the devil made a home in there.
11: So what about his tears of joy? Is that normal?
0: I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. Have
11: you cried? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry? Oh,
11: yeah. Okay.
12: All right.
0: Whatever. All right. Are you in a wrong human relationship? And then we got in.
12: Uh, I was.
0: You was? Yes. And what is a wrong human relationship?
12: Um, that's a hard one. That's a hard one? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Have you ever said thank you to someone? Yes. Why did you say that? Because they did something right, I thought. <laughs> They did something right, you thought, and you said thank you? Or they did
12: something for me.
0: So someone did something for you, you said thank you, and why?
12: Uh, so what I've been taught to Before, say thank you after.
0: Ta- right on. given something been given something. Or, you know. So you, did, you said that because you've been taught to say that? Yes. Did you need to say thank you?
12: I thought I did. Well, yes, yes, yes.
0: You thought you needed to say it? Yes. But if someone taught you to be that way and say that, why did you think you needed to say it?
12: Well, that's the thing. I'm kind of confused on that. Because, like, when you talk about morals, and you talk about, like, you know, good and, good and evil, you know, right, right and wrong. Like, I thought, like, uh, oh, that's just confusing. Like, there's obviously, you know, a difference between good and evil, right and wrong, right? You know?
0: So... Your mind giving you an idea about this question? Kind of, yeah. yeah. Why listen to the mind?
12: Because I want to figure it out.
0: But you can't figure out it in the mind. The answer's not there.
12: So I have to wait and see? Yes, sir. Okay. It's
0: best to know that you don't know, then you go into the imagination and come up with the wrong answer.
12: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: That makes sense? Yeah. So watch the imagination even for those things. And the ego doesn't want to say, I don't know. It want to be smart. It want to act like it knows, and it doesn't.
12: Well, it's not even that. It's just like...
0: Not that you want me to be... I'm just letting you know. That's oh, not right. it go work. Right. It go to work right away to give you an answer. better If you don't know, it's best to leave it blank.
12: I never thought of these things, you know. I'm sorry? I never thought of these things before.
0: Yeah. That's why it's these things we should think on. Instead of what we're going to wear, what we're going to eat, and all that kind of stuff. All right? So I'm out of time. So, the brand new biblical question are you in a wrong human relationship? And as far as the old biblical question, you are not the thoughts at all. You are not the thoughts at all. I'm telling you, all thoughts, there are practical thoughts, I mentioned that, but all imagination, all thoughts that are taught to you are from the devil. Stop wishing me the devil. That way you don't be up and down. All right? Uh, let's see here. Thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to stay on that straight and narrow path, no matter what. If the whole world turned against you or away from your family members or whatever, you stay there. God is with you. Let the ego die. Do the prayer and watch, That's all you need to do is watch. Uh, announcement. Women's Forum. We're having a Women's Forum this Thursday. Oh, maybe we should have talked about the monthly thing then. <laughs> <laughs> what the... Well, I'm glad we brought it up now because I didn't know that many women were crying. <laughs> anyway, at 7 p.m. for ladies only, every thir- Thursday night of the month, all right? Ladies forum. Uh, tune in tomorrow for the show. We'll do your super chats and all that tomorrow. And uh, thank you for your support, your tithing offerings and everything. I do appreciate it. Take care. All right. Thank y'all. Amazing. So we're going to do an offering and then
10: get out of here.